0: Hello. Hi. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone, Gone with, with the, the Windies. Windies. All right, hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much, you know. I it's know. It's just a gloomy Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. You could say that again, Lindsay. It's, it's just a, it's gloomy a gloomy Sunday. Sunday. And uh, what have we done today, Brianna? Yeah, what uh, what have we done today?
1: Quite a lot. We've, we've covered some ground, that's for sure. We ran a 5K. We started off our day with the Shamrock 5K in Richmond. And it was great. It was, well... <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. It was good. Um, I did this 5K last year. It was like the first the first race I'd ever done. I've done now 3, so not that that's like crazy, but um it was a lot better last year and I will elaborate later. But we've had a good day. We ran a 5K, we went to Barnes and Noble to pick up a little book and a puzzle, and then we went to the library so Lindsay could get some library books for her kids to read to them this week. Um and then we got home and did the puzzle. Yes. And that Oh, we also went to Starbucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to now. It is 5.57 p.m.
1: Are you for real?
0: Yes. Do you think it was earlier? I
1: thought it was like 2 in the afternoon. I'm not even kidding.
0: Well, we got back from the library at like 2.30 and we worked on a puzzle for like three hours.
1: I just didn't realize that that was three hours. Mm-hmm. And also it hasn't gotten dark yet, which I guess I'm yeah. not used to. Oh, today's spring forward. Yeah. So I'm confused about why it's still so light out. Yeah, especially because it's
0: rainy, overcast.
1: I would not guess that it's 6 p.m. What? I know. Time is a mystery. Let me tell you
0: what. Yeah. But yeah, so moving right along. Sure, yeah. Books? Books. Great question.
1: My hold from Libby did run out for Cleopatra and Frankenstein. I did go ahead and move forward with putting my Kindle on airplane mode so that I could keep that book if I choose to finish it haven't picked it up today. Um, I I guess I do want to update that I'm reading this book called The Artist's Way. And I've talked about this because I've had it for a year, never actually read it. But it's written by this woman named Julia Cameron, who basically talks a lot about like unblocking your creativity and stuff. And she is like the founder, I guess, of the Morning Pages, which I think I've talked about this before, whatever, three pages of stream of consciousness journaling when you wake up blah 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 um, but I'm actually finally reading the book that goes along with that and it's like a 12-week I guess program you could say where you're doing the morning pages you're doing what she calls an artist date which I haven't done yet but you basically are supposed to like spend an hour with yourself once a week and just do something that brings you joy and like isn't necessarily creative but is just like fun for you um and I finally did some of those prompts last night, which was interesting because I have just been avoiding doing that, but I've been doing the morning pages for 3 weeks because it's easier for me to do that than to sit down and write out a journal prompt. I just like don't I don't really vibe with it. So that's the book that I'm more so reading, but I want to get back into reading this week and I I want to read Cleopatra and Frankenstein and I also want to read If We Were Villains cuz I finally got that from Libby and Lindsay recommended that to me like a year ago. So I feel it's like... such a good book. She said it's a really good book, and I've been in a bit of a reading slump where just books have not sounded good to me to want to read, and also I'm yeah. just so obsessed with knitting that it's, it's really difficult for me to focus my attention on anything other than knitting, to be honest, in my like spare yeah. free time. So yeah. that's where I'm at with books. I'm excited to see where this week takes me in terms of my reading journey yeah.
0: and trajectory. Nice. That is all I've got to say about books. Yeah. What about you, Lynn? Well, I finished Atomic Habits, which I've talked about, and I'm still reading So You Want to Talk About Race, but then two of my books actually came off hold from Libby this week, so one of them was 28 Summers, which is by Elin Hildebrand, and I had recently read Hotel Nantucket, which is by the same author, so I thought I would give another one of her books a shot, and so it's pretty long, so I read it like over the course of like three or four days maybe, and it was fine i think i ended up giving it like officially three and a half stars because so it's the general plot of the book is that these two people like meet and they like live in different places so they're like we can't date it doesn't make sense so then they're just they watch this movie called same time next year where like these two people get together every single year no matter that a real movie i don't know Hmm. and they're like yeah you'll be my same time next year So, for 28 (laughs) years, while this man is literally married, he just, like, goes on a weekend trip to Nantucket to visit her. And they literally just, like, hook up and, like, act like they're together for, like, a weekend. And it's, like, the whole – they do touch on the fact that she's, like, oh, this is wrong and, like, icky. And they just continue to do it Yeah. And it's just, like, it does kind of blow up when, like, they get found out. But also, like, not really. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, there wasn't, in my opinion, like, a good arc to the story. Like, there wasn't, like, rising action, climax, falling action, resolution. And it was just, like, very stable the whole way through in terms of, like, how interesting it was to me and, like, what was happening. So, for that reason and the fact that I just hate the cheating trope, like, in romances when it's, like, oh. Like, even if they, like, kiss when they're with someone else, I just, like don't find it romantic. I don't care if they're in love and if they're, I don't care if the relationship is like horrible for them. Like that's so, not okay and like I don't want it to be romanticized in a book yeah and like that was the main relationship like that's all it was about and it was interesting to read about how their lives were like intertwining and like the things that were happening and you also got to see the entire lives of these people because it was mm. over 30 years yeah so it's like you would get bits and pieces from every year and like you really got to know them as they grew up yeah so it was interesting
1: but there was just no deviation from the cheating trope because that was yeah. literally the whole. thing. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I just don't like that. Yeah, and I talked about this a little bit on my like book Instagram account, but they also she's a teacher, mm-hmm. and the way they talk about teachers was just so weird to me, mm. and like I can't even put it into words because like it, there was nothing wrong what with it. Whimsy, like, um... I don't. There was <laughs> nothing wrong with it. It was just like, oh. And they were basically, like, hyping up the main character. Like, just, like, characterizing her as a good teacher, which Mm -hmm. is fair. But they were just like, oh, she, like, actually cares about her students. Like, everybody, the school loves her. She's a favorite in the school. Like, she goes above and beyond to suggest books for her students. And, like, just all this stuff that is just like, okay, so she's a good teacher. Mm -hmm. So she's doing her job to, like, take care of the students. And it was just, like, weird to, like, read that as, like, such high praise. It's like, wow, she's not doing the bare minimum. Like, she's trying. And it's like, yeah, good. Like, she should be. Anyway, I don't know. That's just, like, it's very hard to explain without, like, reading the kind of stuff that they would say. But every time they talked about her teaching, I was like, this is just not necessary. Who talked about it? The author. Like, was she talking? Like, I'm confused. Like, Mallory was the type of teacher who went above and beyond for her students like yeah just like explaining her as a teacher like okay I wasn't sure if it was
1: her talking about herself okay but
0: then it was also like there was like this award that she was up for and so like the characters were talking about it and everything Mm -hmm. but anyway okay um so 28 summers honestly I would not recommend it I think Mm -hmm. it was fine I'm not like mad I read it I was able to finish it kept my interest I just like I can't get over that trope. I, like, don't think it's good and okay. Yeah. So, if you don't mind that, then you probably would like it. Mm-hmm. But just a couple of things. And if you're not a teacher, or if you are a teacher, and I maybe I'm just hypersensitive. But <laughs> anyway, so I finished that, and then my other book that came off hold on Libby was The Hunger Games, because recently it got put on Netflix, and—are you okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. It just felt like you were, like—I don't know. Anyway— and my friend said that she was watching them and I was like, wow, I really want to rewatch them. Then I was like, what if I actually reread them? Cause I read Hunger Games and Catching Fire in like sixth grade and then middle school, I think, but I never finished Mockingjay. So I want to just read all of them. Cause I was like, I can probably read them pretty fast at this point and then watch the movies. So I'm very excited. I'm about halfway through Hunger Games right now and hopefully we'll finish it like sometime this week and then can watch the movie. And then I'll get catching fire and do the same. So that'll probably be what I'm reading for the next like two or three weeks. I would imagine. Nice. Depending on how long it takes me. But it's so interesting
1: that there's only three books because I just feel like there's more because there were four movies. Yeah. It also just feels like there should be more. Mhm. But it is a pretty concise story when you think about the each yeah. book. Like.
0: Yeah. No, hundred percent. But I'm just excited to read it because I feel like there's some stuff. It's like Harry Potter. There's some stuff in the movie that you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And like, it's not obviously like as detailed. excuse me, as Harry Potter, but Mm -hmm. it's just, like, interesting to read it and, like, remember everything and be like, oh, okay, so that makes sense because of that. And, like, to be able to deeper analyze their, like, relationships almost. Yeah. Because, like, I was not doing that when I was 12. But
1: True. Also, as much as I think it's annoying when authors write the same series from the perspective of a different character, I would die for a PETA perspective. Yeah. I would die for that. Yeah. Listeners, I was so obsessed with Josh Hutcherson in high school, it was not even funny to me. He consumed my entire being, probably until, like, my junior year. I think that's when I kind of decided to refocus my efforts right. elsewhere, maybe onto real people. Um, but, yeah. So I'm really – I'm rooting for that to happen. I don't know if it will. Probably won't. I feel like who – who is that author? Suzanne Collins? what has she
0: done since that has she written anything else the song ba- ballard of the songbirds or something ballard of the songbirds? ballad sorry not ballad <laughs> ballad of the songbirds Susan. i think
1: what is that like in it's, relation to the hunger games but what? i don't even know what it's about. oh the ballad of songbirds and snakes
0: what's yeah what's that one about
1: uh it's a i think it's a prequel
0: hold on i'm pulling it up on wikipedia maybe i'll read that one last
1: yeah it's a spinoff and prequel (laughs) i think that it goes into like how panem became panem more than anything oh that's interesting yeah okay oh a film adaptation is set to be released this
0: year oh nice okay well then i have to read it so i can watch the movie right after okay perfect Good to know. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that book. It is green, right? Yes. But I, like, didn't really know what it was actually about. And it's,
1: like, the Mockingjay pin, but then it has a snake also. I don't know. I
0: guess there's something to do with snakes. Something to do with... Well, anyway. The ballard. that's my current... Shut up. (laughs) That's my current uh, reading. And I feel... I don't know if I've already talked about this on the podcast, but I'm very excited about having a, uh, like... The kindle app on my ipad and using my ipad to read because i used to be so against digital books but it's like very convenient and i realized i don't mind like not having an actual physical book because like i yeah. used to be like well i don't feel like i've progressed through the book because i like haven't flipped any of the pages and you can't see like physical progress but i don't know it's very easy and i can like turn the light off and read in bed without the light on so that's kind of nice And then also, I have the app on my phone. So today, before our race, I was literally just, like, standing there. We were just waiting for it to start. So I just, like, read it on my phone for a little bit. So it's just nice to have access to it anywhere. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and it's nice because you don't have to, like, go to the library to get it. Because, like, that's something that holds me up, too, is just, like, having to actually physically go. (coughs) Sorry. you fine. Um, So, yeah, that does not hold me up anymore, which is nice. So... I'm excited to have that and you can only borrow it for two weeks if you like if there's a hold list for it so only having it for two weeks actually forces me to finish it whereas like certain books if I'm not like super invested in it it just will sit on my nightstand forever and I just won't finish it and so this will like force me to either like officially do like dnf it which means like do not finish it or did not finish I don't know it'll force me to like do that and like just give up on it or actually like have to finish it within two weeks and then have read it so yeah I feel like that's gonna like help me stay accountable and just like stick with reading because you can't really control when they come off hold yeah. so like I have a bunch of books on hold right now and I don't know exactly when I'm gonna get them so as soon as I get them I'm just gonna have to read them mm-hmm. and like it won't just be able to sit on my shelf forever like when you buy a book at the bookstore so
1: yeah for sure.
0: libraries are kind of coming in clutch for me in terms of like all of my reading habits I guess you could say yeah the way I read and the way that the things that stop me from reading you libraries
1: know? are serving they're definitely serving serving you and serving in general yeah I was gonna say something you said I mean, what was that what it was was right you said that you don't feel like you can see your progress when you're reading on a kindle or like a digital book but I feel the opposite like I feel like I better understand because of the percentage at the bottom mm. And also how it learns your reading speed and tells you how many minutes are left. Like, I don't know. That feels helpful to me, especially because sometimes I'm just like, God, when will this
0: be over? Yeah. I mean, it is helpful for like the chapters to be like, oh, I have five minutes left in the chapter so I can like read this chapter and be done. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, there was something, it's something about like the flipping the pages. Just It feels like a reward (laughs) at the end of each page. is like, ha, like actual tangible progress that I'm Mm -hmm. like recording this way. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I just tracks it in that. different ways. So I feel like once my mind gets used to doing it this way, then I yeah. will. Well, and I already am pretty much so. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. All right. TV shows, movies. TV shows, movies. Oh, the Oscars is today. We were thinking about doing a bracket and just like voting because we have definitely not seen all the movies or know all the people. So it would be funny to just like randomly guess. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know if I'll do that, but Probably we might. Not. We might. We'll see. The problem is we probably won't actually watch it, so... Well, yeah, because what time, time... Also,
1: how do you watch the Oscars? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's free. I feel like it streams on something, and we'll probably have to get like yeah, a trial for probably. it. Anyways, um, shows. Still The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and tonight is the season finale... And yes. Lindsay really wants to rewatch all of them and then do a podcast episode about our observations and mm-hmm. just kind of thoughts and reflections from the yeah. season.
0: Kind of like our movie podcasts we've done in the past, but like just yes. for the show. So
1: Which I'm down for. I really enjoyed this series and I would love to watch it again. I okay, was I'm
0: like excited to rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. like after the end, like knowing what happens, knowing how how yeah. it plays out. Yeah. I'm very excited. That's anyway, yeah.
1: I, and we watched like maybe one episode of Outer Banks, two episodes. Yeah, it's not, it's not doing it for me the way the previous seasons did. It's not
0: hitting exactly the same. No. I do think if we like had time to just sit and binge all of it, I think it would almost hit different. Yeah. Then because like we just haven't had as much time to watch it. It does and like feel... you've been knitting, I've been reading. Like it's just we've been doing different <laughs> things. Then.
1: You've been so busy
0: with your knitting. i so been busy. so busy with my reading. We just like do that. Schedules are not. Yeah
1: colliding as they normally would yeah no i don't know i really haven't felt motivated to watch any shows on my own either no. um i kind of want to start watching narcos for pedro pascal oh, yeah, but i kind of feel like it'll bore me or not bore me but i don't know if it's the kind of show that i would enjoy
0: yeah but i'm going mean, to try we it could try to do that as like one episode a night type of thing yeah you know? we,
1: like we also still need to catch routine. up on Abbott.
0: yeah we do yeah i We've been very busy. I'm also leaving in like a week, and I won't be back for like two weeks, so Oh. Two and a half weeks. I have not emotionally prepared myself for that. Yeah, sorry.
1: That's okay. I, you don't need to apologize, but yeah, I need to start preparing myself
0: for that. right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> perfect. perfect. <laughs> noted. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm still watching the office. Nothing extra, nothing mm-hmm. new. All right, grocery store items. Have we talked about Cacio Pepe Puffs and Crunchy Curls? I don't think so. I feel like we might have talked about Crunchy Curls, but go so, ahead and tell the people about it. Oh, also the almond butter almonds. So we went to Trader Joe's a couple weeks ago, and we got some stuff, and I'm going to talk about two of my favorite items from Trader Joe's. The Cacio Pepe Puffs, which are basically cheese puffs that are like supposed to be like pepper and cheesey, kind of like the pasta. Um, they're so good. They are addictive and... I don't know they're so good (laughs) and also almond butter almonds so they're literally just like almonds that are flavored on the outside there's like an almond butter coating on them and they're just like a little bit sweet but they're not too sweet so those are delicious as well and I would definitely recommend them they come in like a little baggy kind of thing but yeah those would be my two grocery store items I would recommend at the moment I love that that's very exciting
1: I don't really have any, to be honest. I think kind of just bag salad is having a moment for us, yes. but that's more of a recipe, Yeah, but it is also, it's both. It is also a, about an ingredient. What about Crunchy Curls? I mean, I feel like I talked about them before, but oh, yeah. Okay. I love Crunchy Curls. They're from Trader Joe's. They're lentil and potato, like, crunchy snacks, mm-hmm. and they're just really good, and they kind of mm-hmm. don't have any flavor, but they're so nice to have in your mouth. Like, they just feel mm-hmm. really really cool so yeah been loving those oh also randomly we were at target last week and i was like i want plain goldfish but not not cheddar like just plain that are basically like saltine yeah original and those have been also like a really nice little Mm. snack for me lately i've been
0: enjoying that i like the parmesan ones too you also got those i did also get those those. they were right after this podcast
1: they were on sale but now that i think about it it was like i didn't really it was kind of a sale that didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. So it was like you would save maybe like fifty sales. cents. Right, like most sales. You're like
0: two for five instead of two, <laughs> $2. seventy five each, save fifty cents. Right.
1: We were we got Girl Scout cookies the other day and there was a sign that said five for twenty and Lindsay's like, Oh, should we just get five? And then the woman who like the the mom who was helping the Girl Scout sell the cookies was like yeah, it's, it's the same. No, like if it's she not- said that
0: because I said that. I literally oh. looked at it and I was like, five for 20. I was like, should we just get five? And then I was like, wait, that's the same. And she's like, yeah, it's just like a marketing tactic. She's like, they're exactly the same price. Like, it's just $4 each. I was like, yeah, I got there after about five seconds. But right. it did take me five seconds to get there.
1: Yeah. We went ahead and got three boxes. Yeah. And Felt like a good bodied... Meeting. The first box. I, I guess yeah. we still have like two there's two of there. them left,
0: yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but we ate most of the Tagalongs. I am excited for the Samoas. I do mm-hmm. love a Samoa. I've never been a huge Samoa fan, but I think that's because for the longest time I
1: thought I was allergic to them. Mm-hmm. Fully not allergic yeah, to them. Yeah, you're not. There's no Girl Scout cookies that I'm allergic to.
0: That makes sense, honestly, that they didn't yeah. put nuts in any of them.
1: Except for the Tagalongs. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the peanuts. only one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go.
0: Anyways, that's all. And
1: I don't think there's really any recipes that we've been I would just say bag salad and the bag, roasted yeah. chickpeas. And the
0: way we we just like you elevate the bag salad just like a smidge. Like for our Caesars, we add like some fresh grated parmesan yes. and then we roast the chickpeas and put those in. If there's anything else that we think would go well, we'll add it in. So, oh, um avocado has is really avocado, good. Avocado, yes. But.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, the elote. Yes, the uh, elote salad, salad from
0: Trader Joe's was really oh, good. That, that was really good.
1: That is like the type of salad that you're eating it and you're like, I don't even feel like this is a salad because there's so much that's making it rich and and good. And like, that is how a a salad should be. Like a salad should not be depressing to eat.
0: And like, I think for me... The ease of eating it helps too. Like it was one of those where it was like almost like I think cabbage mix. Yeah. So it was like really small, like chopped up in small pieces. There was a good amount of dressing. So it had like a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. And then we added some extra like everything but the elote seasoning, which is the exact blend yeah. from Trader Joe's that was in it already. But just like adding more flavor. So just don't be afraid to like make a salad kit your own. Don't be afraid. to everything and then Do you can not just fear. make it a little bit better.
1: Yeah, for real
0: with like whatever you have it's like hard to buy like all the ingredients for the salad and have like the exact right amounts of everything I feel like but if you do a salad kit and just add things you already have it's like so so simple and so good
1: yeah and it's like such a minimal prep it's yeah you don't so cook nice. anything like
0: or just chickpeas which takes like what 20 minutes 20 so minutes easy. yeah 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 slay
1: yeah I also liked that none of them were like kale based yeah. Actually, we got one that was kale based, but it also had like broccoli and I'm yeah. Brussels sprouts. I yeah. don't know, there was like a good For, variation. Like, or whatever. Yeah, I feel like when it's just kale, it's just like so much chewing. Yeah. And as much as you can massage the kale and like get it to be softer. That's why you
0: gotta use the salad chopper. Yeah. Like you gotta massage it and then chop it. Yeah. And mix everything in like that with kale specifically. Right. But I also do feel like a kale salad is like better with like mixed mm-hmm. greens, like not just kale. Yeah. I but agree. I do like kale, I don't have a problem with kale.
1: No, me neither. No problems with it. I'm it's just going to cure
0: my ailments, but I do like it. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So today, since we just ran our 5K, we're going to talk about running. And I was trying to think about like how to fill an episode with this. And I was kind of like, what if we just talk about like kind of running past, present, future for us, yeah. like how we have experienced running in the past, if we've ever done it, whatever. And then, currently, how we think about it, how we do it, and then what it might look like for us in the future. So, I just think it could be interesting, especially if you're into running, to hear other people's perspectives, or maybe you're not into running, thinking about getting into it. Maybe we can give some tips at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, let's just go. You start. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure, I'll start. Okay, so I first started going on runs in high school, But like very? Yeah. But like very sporadically. Like junior and senior year, I would like occasionally go on like a one or two mile run. But it was never.
1: Did you have a route that that. you would
0: do? It just depended where I was. Right. No, not really anything particular. Okay. Um, but this was like not super often. It was just like if I was like really feeling like mad about something or like I just was feeling like off, that's kinda what I would do just because I didn't do yoga yet I didn't like have any other like outlets really so healthy yeah so I would do that in high school but I never like did anything else with it and I never thought to run like it was probably honestly only a mile that I would always do just run a mile and kind of like walk a little bit to get home um I never thought to go longer than that mostly because I just like wanted to stick with what was comfortable but I did enjoy it it did like release a lot of my like pent-up energy because I feel like I had a lot of energy in high school Mm -hmm. and just like I don't know. Yeah, so I did it a few times, but, like, not super often. And then in college, once I was a freshman, I could walk to the gym because it was, like, two minutes away from my dorm. Oh, that's so nice. That's so close. So to get my exercise in, what I would normally do, because I was scared of all the machines and they were always super busy anyway, is I would just run a mile. And we had, like, the indoor track that was above, like, the basketball and volleyball courts at our gym. So I would literally just, like, run a mile up there. And I would do that – I don't even know how often, but a lot. Because I had a Fitbit at that point. So I was, like, trying to get my steps in and everything. Yeah. And probably almost every day for, like, certain times. Like, Mm -hmm. I would do it for a couple weeks. And then if I, like, got sick, I'd be really annoyed. Because I was like, oh, I can't, like, go to the gym and, like, run a mile. But that's all I would do. I'd literally just, like, run a mile and then do, like, a 10-minute ab workout and then be done. The volleyball one, right? Yeah. I love that. Um, And I was, like, very fast, Weirdly, weren't you also playing volleyball? Like, not freshman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I started doing that sophomore. Gotcha. Um, I was literally timing it every time I ran, and I would get a seven-minute mile if I was just running one mile. And crazy. then once I stepped it up to trying to do two miles, I would finish it in sixteen minutes. So I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh my god, like, why was I so in shape? Like that's crazy. <laughs> um, because my pace today was like way slower than that, but anyway so i was doing that like actually pretty consistently throughout freshman year and then sophomore year i started to play volleyball i went to open gyms to like work out and just like hang out with people so i haven't i didn't run much after that i went on a few runs like in blacksburg in my like from my apartment so like the rest of the years of college but it was again very sporadic i'd like go for like five runs in the course of two weeks and then stop for like months and then Mm -hmm. go on five more runs and like get really into it for a couple weeks and then stop so throughout my life it's always just been very inconsistent and then this past year after moving to Richmond the past almost two years I guess um I've gone on like a couple runs like barely any um but again a couple months ago I like started getting back into it and then stopped so (laughs) it's just like something I think that I like idealize it and like start to do it consistently and then get bored of it and then I stop or like I don't like my route or like mess up my ankle or I don't know like something happens but yeah oh I also did the um 3.2 miles for 32 at tech two Mm -hmm. of the years so oh and we did that last year just like on our own yeah so yeah I have done but those are the only two times I have ever run three miles because I would run a lot but I would only do one or two miles Mm -hmm. like I never went further than that Um, I think just because it like got hard and I was really bad at pacing myself. Yeah. Um, because I've like, I have like high expectations for myself and I just like want to keep improving. So it was really hard for me to like go slower, even though that's like how you build up your endurance to go longer distances. I just like didn't, I also didn't really care. I was like, I can run for 15 minutes and I feel really good. So I don't really care if I need to go longer than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my relationship with running. I have done it on and off for six or seven years now but have never gotten into like a really good groove i would say to the point where it's lasted more than like two or three months um but yeah so that's my past with running awesome
1: thank you for sharing
0: yeah you you go
1: yeah so i'm gonna take it way back and i'm gonna tell you starting from like kindergarten When I was in kindergarten, first grade, I loved running so much and I loved racing and I loved, I was very fast and I loved like beating boys at running. That, that changed in, I'd say probably fourth grade. Um, I played soccer and I just like suddenly started hating running because it got harder for me. And I wonder if that has to do with like my asthma or what, I don't know, just like my body changing. But so at that point, Once it got harder, I decided I hate this. I never want to do a sport where I have to run. So that's why I did volleyball and then crew, because I mean, we had to run for punishment sometimes in both of those sports, but it was never like, the main goal was running, like that was never the thing. So, and whenever I did have to run in those sports, I hated it so much and just told myself, I can't do this. Like my body's not meant for this and I'll never be able to be a runner. And that's just kind of the lie that I told myself for a really long time. And then in college, I don't know, I think it was more of like my senior year, I just decided I really wanted to try to like it. So I, for one week in September of my senior year, I went on a run every single morning. On the Friday of that week, I fell and scraped my knee <laughs> on a run, someone saw. And she was like very nice about it. She came up to me. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, that is my nightmare. Are you okay? Like, and just, it was just checking on me, but I was like so embarrassed and mortified that I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then I was like, cool. I'm never running again. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward, that would have been 2017. I would like occasionally start doing it for like two days in a row. And then I would just never do it again. Yep and i tried using like the nike run club app i tried like having someone be my coach like on the app and i tried just listening to music and i could never get into it in a way that like it actually felt good to me
0: that yeah i would say that's like the biggest thing is if it's like if it doesn't start to feel good it's kind of like what then am what's I the doing? point
1: yeah but i've always really liked the idea of it because i like that it's a type of exercise you can do for free in any city that you're in yep and it's also like a cool way to get to know the area you're in yeah um, so I've always been like, oh, I'd love to be a kind of person that could run. Um, so fast forward to around this time last year, my friend, Shruti asked me if I would run a 5k with her. And I was like, that doesn't really sound like something that I would do, but I guess I'll try it. And it went fine. And I was like really surprised by the fact that I could do it. Cause I'd never run that distance before. And then I kind of didn't think about running for a few months actually no, I had intentions of getting really into it in those few months and I went to Fleet Feet and I like got really nice running shoes mm-hmm. after a hard day of work where I was just like really disheartened and my friend was like go spend money on something you've been wanting and I was like oh I've been wanting really nice running shoes because I've been I've been running in shoes that are like that don't really fit me yeah. and that's when I found out that I was wearing shoes that were like a size too small for me yeah. so that's awesome. Um, then I didn't really run for a few months and then my friend Shruti asked me if I wanted to run a half marathon and I was like That sounds actually terrifying to me.
0: When did she ask you?
1: She asked me, I want to say in June, like end of June or July. Uh And I thought about it and I was like, I don't know. I'll let you know. But that just seems like too many miles and it scares me. And I don't think that I could do that. And then I just was like, why am I telling myself that? Like I ran the three and I was fine. And if I just actually find a training plan and stick to it, I could do that and also knowing that she was going to do it with me was really comforting. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll do this. Um started training in July. I just found this really basic like couch to 5K to 10K to half marathon program and it was just kind of like building every week. It was very simple and pretty easy to follow. So I started doing that in July and then I had sort of an injury which was annoying. What even was the injury? I don't remember. Was it
0: like quad?
1: Yes, it was like Well, no, it was, like, my hamstring. Is that the same thing? I don't know. No, I
0: think your quad is in your front and your hamstring is in your back.
1: Okay. It was something in one of my legs, and it was just hurting every time. So I had to take, like, two weeks off, um, and then I got back into it. And I think that that really shifted my understanding of running because, like, I was just so grateful that I was able to run and Mm – was finally starting to enjoy it Mm -hmm. and i kind of forgot that i had started to enjoy it right before my injury happened yeah and so that like really just made me excited to keep training because i was just so like in awe of the fact that my body was able to do this without hurting and was like able to breathe well because i have asthma and that's always been really hard is just like keeping my heart rate down while i'm running so i was just like really proud of myself for being able to do that and then i ran the half marathon in november and I've kind of been running on and off ever since then, but it hasn't been quite as consistent. But coming into the new year, Lindsay and I both had kind of a goal to run a five k and a ten k, and it just so happens that there's this five k in March, and then there's a ten k pretty conveniently in Richmond, like a month from now. So um, I registered for both, and I'm excited to do that. But that's kind of my journey with it. It. I don't know. I guess like as my body's changed, my idea of it changed, and a lot of my like negative self talk has impacted how I've been able to do it mm-hmm. or how I've been able to see myself doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's really shifted like in this past year, I would say, to it, it. I've just like found joy in it in a way that I never have before, and it's yeah. been so fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's exciting. Yeah. So now you like it?
1: Yeah, I do. I really like it. I mean, it's been challenging lately because of my asthma being worse now. Like I just have to go really slow and I just have to like build up my endurance again. Mm-hmm. But um I don't really care too much about my pace. Like it'd be nice if I could run faster, but I'm more just like looking to get to a place where I can run three miles and feel okay about it and yeah. not have a heart attack and yeah. not have an asthma attack. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, so then let's talk about. Today. Oh yeah, I kind of jumped ahead. That's okay. You didn't talk that much about it. So, the Shamrock Five K. So I can talk about my experience with this race. So, yes. I um, basically Brianna was like, "We got to sign up," and I was like, "Yeah." And then it was cold, and I just like had been really busy with work and not prioritized running, so I haven't run like hardly at all. Um, I went through a phase like in January or December. When even was that that I was like actually running? Maybe it was early. I think it was was like the fall.
1: I think it was December. Okay. Well, anyway. Actually, no, it was November, because it was right after I finished the half. It was like we went on that run together that week and then you kind of started doing it on your own. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, so that was that, and only for like a little bit, and then I kinda stopped. And then it got cold and I went out of town and whatever. Yeah. So I didn't really pick it back up until we were talking about doing the 5K and I was like, okay, like yeah, a 5K I've done before. I feel confident in myself that I could finish that. But before I signed up, I wanted to just run three miles just to make sure I could do it. Even if I was going, like, slow, I was like, it does not matter how fast I go. I just want to try to run the whole time. So I drank some coffee, barely had any breakfast, and then tried to run. And, like, no water. Yeah, literally no water. And tried (laughs) to run it. And after 0.2 miles, I got a cramp. And it was hurting, but I was like, no, like, it's fine. It's not hurting that bad. It's just, like, noticeable. And so I just kept going. And I got to 2.8 miles with a cramp the entire time. And it got so much worse. Like, it just got to the point where I literally could not run anymore. And I was already, like, really pushing myself to get that far. And I just had to stop. So I literally was, like, on the corner of Monument and Boulevard. And I was just, like, crouched down on the ground, like, waiting for it to pass. Because it was, like, Mm -hmm. hurting to walk. And the only thing that felt better is if I, like, crouched down. But after, like, a minute, it was fine. Anyway, so that was, like, disheartening because I was, like i really thought i could do it but it was also motivating because i was like if i didn't have a cramp i would be fine yeah because i was doing kind of like a mental check-in as i was running as i was like oh this is like hard like i want to stop then i was like do my feet is there something wrong with my feet or my ankles like no my legs aren't even really tired i think yoga has honestly built up my strength in my legs and then i was like my heart doesn't like feel like it's about to explode i'm like breathing out of my nose my breathing is not even like it's not getting difficult to breathe my throat doesn't hurt like Mm-hmm. and so I was like okay like why do I want to stop like just because I'm like being a baby like I'll just keep going and so I was like if I can make 2.8 miles with like a ridiculous cramp I think I could do three if I like properly hydrate and have good nutrition beforehand and so I was very nervous coming up to you today just because I hadn't actually run three miles and I was planning on maybe doing it this week and I just didn't and so I was like well hopefully I'll be okay and I, th- I think I will be especially with like running with a bunch of other people, like, you know, Mm -hmm. just, like, motivating to keep going. I totally forgot that we didn't even register until last weekend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, anyway, come today, I literally do fine. My pace was, like, 11 minutes, so I was, like, super slow, but I don't actually run, so I'm, like, kind of impressed that I was able to even make 11 minutes. And That is not that slow. I ran the whole time, and I finished it. So, moral of the story, I can do 5K, I am definitely going to wait to sign up for the 10K because I need to start an actual training plan for that because I three miles is the farthest I've ever run. And today when I finished, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I could just do that again right now. <laughs> so I feel like with a month of training and, like, just doing one run that's, like, five miles or almost six miles, I'll feel comfort- like confident that I'll be fine, especially with, like, water stations everywhere and, like, running with a bunch of people. But yeah. – Anyway, um, I would like to run a 10 K because I feel like I know I like have a runner's body and I feel like if I actually learn how to do it the right way and like get the proper equipment, like I would enjoy it. Yeah. And just like the more I practice, like I'll get better and like learn to love it. Cause like right now I do enjoy the feeling after and I feel accomplished, but like while I'm running, I'm kind of like, Hmm, this is hard. Yeah. (laughs) And I just am not good at doing things that are hard and then I'm like not great at So that's, like, something I need to just work on with myself. But I think running will help me with that because it's, like, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be the best, like, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. That's why you practice. And then I think through practicing, I will, like, start to enjoy it more because that's how I used to be. Like, I would, like, feel so good when I was running and just, like, be so sweaty after but just be, like, oh, like, yes, that was great.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So I'm hoping to get back to that place because yoga is great because it makes you feel calm. But, like, there is something about, like, sweating buckets yeah. and pushing yourself, like, really, really hard yeah. and, yeah, just, like, watching yourself improve. And I feel like running is so quantifiable and, like, measurable mm-hmm. that you'll feel very accomplished Yeah, for someone like me who likes numbers, <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah that's my present state with running I'm would like to do the 10k I don't really have huge aspirations to do like a half marathon or a marathon like ever in my life honestly Mm -hmm. I think uh, that would just be crazy like it does not seem possible for me honestly um but I also just like don't know if I would enjoy doing that so maybe once I like run more if I run the 10k and I'm like oh that's half of a half marathon like I could do that twice like once I get to that point maybe I'd start training for it but for now I just don't really feel like I want to put the time in and like focus on it but that's totally valid yeah that's my present and I guess my future because I explained that I don't really have a future planned I'm just gonna see what happens I'm sure you could elaborate more yeah yeah we'll go you present
1: yeah present um I guess to be honest it's a a little disheartening like just how bad my asthma has gotten because there was a point like before and during and a little bit after the half marathon where I could run and like not even feel like I had asthma Mm -hmm. and that was so nice, and that is just not the case now, which just means I have to take it even slower, which is frustrating because I want to get faster, and I feel like I'm at a point where like my body is very used to running, like my body can, but my lungs can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm still, I was fine with how the the three miles went, and I think one thing that stood out to me was just like the fact that a year ago I was so shocked that I could even do that, and so to like reflect on. Like this time last year, I didn't even know I'd be running a half marathon ever in my life. And so to just look at it from that perspective and think like, you know, it is, it's not a failure to go through ebbs and flows when it comes to that. And like asthma, I can't really help that, unfortunately. So yeah. But I think my present goal is just for it to feel good again, because I miss like, actually feeling good on a run and not Mm -hmm. like being able to just kind of get lost in the music you're listening to and the route that you're really comfortable with rather than like checking your watch every five seconds to make sure your heart rate's not like dangerously high that's a little bit of a bummer to be honest so yeah i'm a little discouraged but i am excited for the 10k and just like i i know that i just need to be consistent with it because There's nothing that's really happened that, like, should have made my asthma worse. So I really think it's just, like, the inconsistency of how I've been running. Um, So, yeah. I do also think I should maybe talk to my doctor about, like, having a regular asthma care medication or something. Because right now I just have albuterol, which is, like, technically an emergency inhaler. So I'm only supposed to use it as needed. And I've just kind of been needing it, like, every day. And any time I run, so I don't know if there's something else I should be doing to treat it. There probably is. So I'm sure that would help also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's where I am presently with it.
0: Nice. Well, as mentioned already, um, in the future, I don't really plan to run anything further than 10K, but... We'll see how this 10K goes, if it goes for me, mm-hmm. and then I'll kind of take it from there and decide from there what I want to do. <laughs> but I am excited to, like, have, like, a training plan to stick to So I found one that's, like, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, mm. and I feel like it'll just be nice because, like, I'm a very, like, routine habit person, so I think mm-hmm. it will be nice to have, like, a strict routine and for it to tell me exactly what to do because that's yeah. the other thing is, like, I'm just bad if I, like have to decide for myself what I'm going to do, like in terms of like running routines or like workout routines or like literally anything. So mm-hmm. it'll be nice to just follow that and like not question it and then hopefully yeah. be ready for 10K.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I agree. It's exciting. It's really helpful to have that Yeah, to fall back on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like curious how it will feel so I can report back like after we run it, assuming I run it. And just because like for now it's like, okay, I can run three. Mm-hmm so like I, I can probably run three more, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't, I I'm wondering how different it will feel to run three than to run six. Mm. And I think it will at first, but like maybe once I train, if I get used to running three times a week, my body will like pretty quickly be like, oh, okay. Like this is what we do now. Yeah. And like three miles will start to feel like one used to feel for me. And like six miles will be like, okay, like that's, well, that's fine. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. But I'm just,
0: I don't know how like quickly that will happen. So we'll mm-hmm. see.
1: Yeah, I also don't feel like I really have any desire to run a marathon, ever. Um, I don't know, like I guess it'd be cool to say that I did it, but how dead I felt after the half, I'm just like, I don't know why I would want to do that twice in a row. Um, I think I could do another half and I probably would if like someone asked me to do it with them, but I don't really feel a need to like do it again, if that makes sense. Unless, I don't know, maybe something will change after I do the 10K and I'll just, like, be on fire about it. But I don't I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> if it became um, something you could just
0: kind of, like, sign up for and do without training too much. Like, right. Maybe, but until then.
1: <laughs> no. And I think just, like, how precarious my asthma has been. Like, yeah. I just need yeah, to for sure. be careful. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So, but I think I want it to be more a part of my everyday life. Like, I want it to be less of a thing that I pick up and put down and mm-hmm. more of a just, like, every week i at least go on one so that Mm -hmm. i just keep my endurance and like my asthma in check
0: yeah yeah that's fair yeah i gotta figure out a routine that's gonna make sense for me because i'm like i need to be well hydrated and like well nourished before it yeah and i like don't know if i could do it right after work Mm -hmm. without
1: you should get like some of those waffle like stinger things have you heard of those yeah just like I don't know gummies yeah, even yeah just electrolyte gummies
0: or whatever yeah I will have to do some more research on that but yeah that would be nice because then I could just like come home change go for a run and then even come back and like do yoga like that would be nice to yeah do
1: after yeah totally
0: but we'll see I've been staying after work for the after school program like quite a bit so mm-hmm. I don't get home till six and then if oh. I ran
1: it's nice that it'll stay
0: like, right yeah. out now I could probably like, actually run after that and it won't yeah be, like, pitch black. so that's nice but
1: and it'll be lighter earlier in the morning, so. No. No?
0: If it's lighter at night, it's going to be darker in the right. morning.
1: Right. Right. Okay.
0: Well, i got nothing else. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, well actually,
1: I wanted to say I'm excited to run this with you if you decide to. And I think it's just fun that we're, like, doing this together and figuring it out.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyway no
1: worries if not no worries follow if us
0: not. on instagram at gone with the Windies. give us a rating and review on the apple podcasting app you can email us at gone with the Windies at com if you have episode suggestions if you want to be a guest if you have anything else to say or add or comments about this week's episode or if you just want to share something i don't know yeah um hit us up but yeah uh that's all i got so same
1: Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring.
0: I hope you were happily gone,
1: gone with, with the, the wind. windies.